0: All right, it's episode forty-nine of KT Confidential. Good well, day, that's sir. the first time somebody has shaken my hand as the intro into the podcast. Welcome, Steve Bruman. Well, thank you, Ariel Cremendi. <laughs> this is the first uh, one-on-one that you and I uh, have here in the podcast. So uh, glad to have you here for episode forty-nine of KT Confidential. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Totally unscripted today, Uh, no agenda, no topics. I asked Steve if there's anything that he would like to talk about, and he said no, and then started talking about Barney the Purple Dinosaur, and uh, (laughs) singing something about Pebble Beach, and uh, I don't know.
1: I didn't sing it very well to begin with, so.
0: Are you a fidgeter? Because Adrian's a fidgeter. I'm a very big, big fidgeter. Big. We have to get some uh, some of those hand scooshes or whatever they're called. Anyways, I do yeah. have some things I want to talk about. I don't know if you're going to have much insight to it or not, but uh, let's dig away. First and foremost, um, you've had a great year this year, very busy year. Mm-hmm. We're coming into the latter part of the year where we we already start planning for 2020. That's scary. 2020. Isn't it? Oh, frick.
1: Okay, I can't imagine. It's it's mind boggling. Just saying it, right? <sighs> 2020. right? 2020.
0: Well, considering you were born in the early 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bleep that out? Um, it's okay. So you've I'm proud. already booked your vacation. Has it, is it booked? Absolutely. Yes, we did. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. you. So you bo- the, yeah, booked the vacation. Yep. Uh, you're the first one in the company to book their 2020 vacation. You earned it. Cool. You deserve it. Thank you very much. And you're going back to Jamaica. Oh, so excited. Where you were last year for yep. your anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, you booked the same
1: resort? Same resort. Which uh, resort is it? That's the, uh, by a Principe Luxury Resort. Yes. In Runaway Bay, Jamaica.
0: Runaway Bay, I've been there. Yeah.
1: Nice spot. It's a beautiful spot. Uh, we decided to go back to the same spot because we had such a great time there. We decided why not continue that before trying somewhere else where we wouldn't know for sure if we'd have a good time or not.
0: And that was your first all-inclusive trip. First time. So you liked it so much and Barb liked it so well, much. Absolutely. Uh, you booked
1: it again. Yeah, just to get away, just the two of us, uh, all-inclusive, don't, don't have to worry about anything. You see, I anything. think
0: I mentioned that to you last week when you were... Thinking about booking yep. it, I've never been back to the same resort twice. Really? I why? don't know why. I don't know. There's probably resorts that I've been to that I would have mm-hmm. gone back again. But there just seems to be so many options mm-hmm. that, um, I don't know, I always went somewhere else. The last time Natalie and I were on a all-inclusive vacation was in St. Lucia four years ago. A resort called the Rendezvous. And uh, I'd go back there. I would definitely go back there. I don't know. There was something about the resort and probably uh, you guys felt that about the uh, Bahia and Runaway Bay. Um, Something about the resort that just captured me. The service was great. The Mm -hmm. food was really good. The location uh, was nice. The beach was beautiful. Um, The people were fantastic. Like, it just all came together. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was the first time I really could have said that, that uh, I really enjoyed absolutely every aspect of that trip. And they did a a wonderful job of entertaining us. (laughs) Right. Right. It, That's uh, a big part uh, of it too. Nothing right? around, yep. uh, and they did all kinds of activities throughout the day. Of course, the beach volleyball and all that stuff. But they had things like archery mm-hmm. and art classes where you could make jewelry or artwork and things like that. That kept us uh, kept pretty on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and St. Lucia um, was was pretty special place for us. So, um, so I'd go back there, but um, that would be the. Only one I could think of. But yeah, I've never been back. So you guys are going back to the same resort. Same resort. Like I said, we we enjoyed it so much the
1: first time. uh, And being um, first time all-inclusive, we didn't really want to take a chance going somewhere where we weren't sure if we're going to have a good time or not. So we figured we're going to spend lots of money. So let's go. And we know we're going to have a great time. When are you going? Uh, January 17th. For a week? For a week. Seven days. Yeah. Perfect time to go. Right in the middle of winter. And to be honest, it was because it's the cheapest time to go.
0: Sure, because people don't have money after Christmas and the holidays.
1: Hanukkah, and... Christmas, whatever your holidays that you celebrate, absolutely, right? We just yep. reached out to our agent, Lisa. She did a great job. Um, found us great uh, pricing. Worked on See, the flights See, I think that's important,
0: too, to have a good travel agent. Yeah. Um, and I know Lisa. She's a friend of yours. She's a past client yeah. uh, as well. Uh, give her a quick shout-out. um if you have a good travel agent, that's especially one that's been to the places, yeah. Uh, then they can advise you based on what you need, what you want, mm-hmm. a little bit better. So that's important. The other benefit, I think, if you go back to a, a resort, an, a, again, you go for a second, and I, I have friends that have gone back to the same resort, <coughs> resort multiple, multiple times. If you've never been there. And we talked about this. The first day is a write-off because that's a travel day, and you're yeah. trying to figure out where everything is. You don't know where the buffet is, or where to go to eat, or where to get a drink at a certain time, or whatever. Or where's the, you know, where's the jerk chicken on the beach and that kind oh, of stuff? I can stuff. tell you
1: that now. That's for sure. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then the last day, you know, you end up uh, losing that to travel as well. So really, on a seven-day trip, if if it's your first time there. You really only have four days yeah. where you know the place, you're comfortable, you're settled in, and you're not traveling, right? Yep. So a seven day trip really doesn't um, give you that relaxation when you've been there before. You get there. We know exactly where we're going, what
1: we're doing, what Bell bar we're hitting. takes your yep.
0: uh, your bags, and you hit the beach, you hit the mm-hmm. jerk stand, and mm-hmm. you're good to go. Uh, favorite drink. Oh, uh, the, I think it's called the, the Dirty Monkey.
1: What's in a Dirty Monkey? Uh, rum cream, some other alcohol, uh, a
0: banana. I love those drinks. Eh? Yeah. Some other alcohol. Some
1: other, it was good. Uh, and there was some sweet stuff. And it, it it's like a, a, a frosty almost. Well, it sounds like an alcoholic smoothie. Exactly what it was. Exactly. It, it just went down so fast. It's a great way to start the day. Oh, my goodness. It was a great way to start the day. Uh, cope with the day. And end a day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a lot of sugar, though. Got to watch those sugars with all those drinks. They, but that's that's OK, because you're on vacation. That's true. All right. That's true. So running on pleasures. the pleasures. Oh, for sure. Well, I'm excited once. for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, well deserved. And um, so looking forward to it. Can't wait. Then you me. go, you relax. You come back fully refreshed and yeah. uh, get get focused. Do you do any work while you're on vacation? I um, saw the smirk. <laughs> your wife has something to say about oh, that, I bet.
1: Big time, big time. She says, this time when you go away, she says you're does taking... Does Barb watch the podcast or listen to the podcast? Y- I, yes, she does. <laughs> so... She might now that you're on this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, she does. Um, she did tell me that this time when we go away, when we get there, you're taking your phone. She may have said "f" and phone, but probably not. Maybe that's what I heard. And you're locking <laughs> it away. <laughs> because, you know, I, I wanted to do a lot of... Um, Recording of the trip for memories and to get comfortable doing some vlogs.
0: Actually, right? Let, I, I know why you're saying. Looked at me and said vlogs because yeah. we make fun of you yeah. when you say vlog. Yeah, it's funny. I don't remember uh, who the artist was, but I was listening to a radio station and they were doing a, a little uh, interview with this popular uh, artist, and he said, "Yo, you gotta check out my vlog," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> And since that two weeks, two there three weeks go. ago, see? I've been hearing it more and more. So you may have brought this trend in that now vlogs are vlogs, vlogs, and that's what
1: Barb and I were talking about. all right, so you ago. want a
0: vlog on your trip,
1: yeah? So, but Barb doesn't want you to have the phone because I, you know, once you have the phone, you know, you're going to see an email or two pop up, and you're going you're going to start reading it. But you put it on airplane mode. It takes a couple of days for me to relax and get away from because I'm so invested with everything that's going on that got me here to go on vacation. I still want, I know you guys are here to take care of my clients if anything happens, but I'm still invested in it and I still love to be there for my clients. So if there's anything, I I don't know, call it what you will, but I'm, I, I have a hard time disconnecting. I've always have. So here's a tip. So, yes, and I think we talked about this already.
0: No, I don't nope. know if we did or we didn't. Yeah, I have a short-term memory sometimes. I'm the old guy. I should have that, not you. Well, you do. Uh, there you go. I'm probably the second oldest in the in the company. I think so. I think so. I'll go with that. There you go. What's your tip? Uh, Cam and I were talking this morning that I'm going to start um, doing a lot of coaching and and um, bring some uh, awareness to realtors across the country and Mm -hmm. how um, they can improve and and learn and and just be better, be better professionals, um, increase their income, all these things. A huge part of a realtor's success Mm -hmm. comes from many things, but one key component is having the ability to shut off Throughout the year. Mm. I don't care how many times you do it, but two or three times throughout the year, you need to shut off. And when I mean shut off, I don't mean carrying your phone around to take photos and video. Because the inevitable will happen. Mm -hmm. Happens all the time to me. You'll end up tweeting you'll post something on insta you'll check out your your stories Stories. on insta and facebook or, or go through your feed to see what's happening with your friends or what's happening at home what's the weather at home i don't care about the weather so much it's more the the family right you gotta shut it down and there's a lot of people out there that will disagree there's a lot of very good entrepreneurs in the world that will say, this is a part of your life. You, Your phone is a part mm. of today's society. And part of the hustle is also showing people what you are doing in your personal life. Yeah. You know, the behind the scenes stuff is what people wanna see. Mm-hmm. And that includes having your phone and recording things uh, at all times. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Because you need the ability to just step away and refresh your mind. If you do that, let's just say three weeks a year. Let's, I'll I'll cut that in half and say 10 10 days days a year. Your mind, your body, your soul will be more refreshed to produce better, to produce more, Mm In the other 355 days of the year, because of that 10 days of downtime that you wouldn't have otherwise had, Mm -hmm. Uh, same reason a hockey team won't play their goalie 82 games of the year. You need some rest. You need to shut it down. Um, I like that analogy. How'd you know I was a goalie? Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
1: Unfortunately, you're you're a fan of- The greatest sports team. Not the greatest sports team. That's right. The greatest sports.
0: Unfortunately, we hired a Habs fan. Yes, Steve is a Montreal Canadiens fan, and for those <laughs> of Red you that know, girls. I am a diehard Leafs fan. So, even sitting across from him right now, doing this podcast and talking about hockey, is giving is me the goosebumps a little bit in the his wrong blood way. Is boiling. Um, you got to shut it down, Steve. Yeah. So, I don't know what the happy medium of that would be. Mm-hmm. Maybe you decide. Four days of the seven-day trip, the phone is locked away. Here's my tip, though. Go out and get yourself a secondary camera. That's what we did uh, the first trip. We got a disposable camera because we did a couple of water sports, so we wanted to make sure. Not a disposable one. Don't yeah. cheap out. Get one for a couple hundred bucks with a waterproof casing that you can mm-hmm. You can do that now. Point and shoots that are waterproof. A couple hundred bucks, digital. Yeah. They take beautiful photos. You probably, I don't know, how many me- megapixels would one of those be? 20? 20, 25 megapixels on a little point and shoot. They're easy. They're slim now. They throw, you throw it in your pocket. Nice. And that way mm-hmm. you have photo and video capabilities. Mm-hmm. Your phone stays away. Even if you go into airplane mode on your phone. The temptation is You still is there. got the phone. The temptation. It's yeah. not even yeah. the temptation. Oh. It's that mental disconnect because you still oh, have your phone. And you're used to, your brain is now accustomed to phone being related to working. Mm -hmm. So even if it's on airplane mode and you're taking photos and video with it, it's, you're not going to fully disconnect. And of course, in our, I don't know about yours, but in my photo album, I got a shit ton of photos that are work-related. So you got to disconnect. I agree with Barb. And I think she already mentioned, let's go get a second
1: camera. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we had this conversation, it's bringing back memories. She's going to say, I told you, I already said that.
0: Yep. Not in that time. I agree with her. (laughs) I agree with her. Uh, The other thing you got to do is, uh, and I know you're not a big fan of reading, find a book that motivates you to pick it up. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. Could be a the Ken Dryden book uh, autobiography. It could be the I have the, I have that book signed by Ken Dryden. Do you absolutely? Well, you See, I've been in your house. And yeah, you don't absolutely. even know it. <laughs> Thanks for that, Barb. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it could mean. be a um, it could even be yeah. a book on work. Yep. Yeah. Although preferably not, you know, a novel of some kind. Um, whatever floats your boat. You get a book. You have some dirty monkeys, Mm, sit on the beach, put your phone away, lock it up, disconnect, let your mind just go somewhere else. Mm. That's the beauty. So when we went to St. Lucia, my phone went into the the safe. It came out, I think, two days of the eight days that we were there. And those two days were for photo and video. Right. Um, And I made a point of it being the day that we took our... Uh, excursion, uh, So we, we climbed up the um, uh, the pitons there. So I wanted to have oh. my phone with me, of course. Um, and then the last day to capture the, you know, the things that you like or whatever. Yeah. And then that in between, it was in the safe and I didn't pull it out. And I got a book. One of my uh, favorite authors, Douglas Copeland, a Canadian author, um, got one of his books, mm-hmm. sat down by the pool. And I just kept reading and drinking until I it was nap time, right? And that, that's that's what I did. And I felt that it was uh, very refreshing. So that's my recommendation to you. That's my advice for all realtors out there. Put the damn phone away for several days throughout the year. Scatter it out. A couple in the winter, a couple in the summer, a couple in the Perfect. fall, whatever. Even if it's two days, if you can do a week, good on you. The challenge is most realtors don't have the fallback that you do. You go away, you literally have to do nothing in terms of work. Oh, that's what I'm so grateful for. And you can be confident Mm -hmm. that your clients are getting as good of a service that you're providing hands-on with anybody else in the organization. 100%. So you got nothing to worry about in terms of work. Mm. Your social media is not going to fail you because you're gone for a week. Um, you know, you do some stuff leading up to that. In fact, you know, Facebook and um, a lot of the other platforms allow you to schedule your posts. So maybe you do a few posts that you schedule that uh, actually they go, go live when um, yeah they they get posted while you're away. Um, you could even send the team. You know, content to to post on your behalf. Uh, I'm sure Cam would be happy to do some of that for you, or Jennifer, myself, not so much, but everybody else will help you out. <laughs> D- dirty monkey uh, <laughs> photos
1: coming your way, Cam. Yeah, Lots yeah. of
0: those. Uh, take the photos
1: from your last trip and just yeah. regurgitate <laughs> them. Just, just change the order around. All right, so Absolutely. I wanted
0: to uh, let's let's get off this topic yeah. now and go on to a couple of other things. Um, hope you enjoyed that trip. A few podcasts ago, I don't remember which episode it was, maybe um, 46, if my memory serves me correct, Um, Adrian and I had a chat and and we had a bunch of topics, we didn't get to all of them. One of the topics was my prime areas for investing Uh right now, my top four areas for investing. now. Our team office is based in Milton. Our brokerage is based in Oakville. We live in Milton. We do a lot of work in Halton and Peel region. And now the surrounding regions because things are getting pushed out a little bit because of price. Um, I don't know if you would agree. Tell me if you agree with this statement, Steve. Sure. An investor that wants to invest in a property Mm -hmm. versus a first time buyer that wants to purchase their first property, would you say properties that are attractive to the investor are probably properties that are attractive to the first time home buyers and vice versa? I I would say yes,
1: absolutely. It's a good investment because of the, especially the the way the market is, people can't afford homes, so they're being pushed out, like you said. I've got several people that are looking out Kitchener, Cambridge, Waterloo area just because of the rent. It's fantastic. They want to invest in a property? Uh, they're, they're buying. They want to buy a property. They're buying. I have somebody that lives here in Milton. Uh, about a year and a half ago, we purchased a property out in Cambridge to invest. And over the last few months, we've been talking back and forth, so they're getting ready to purchase another property. We haven't discussed
0: yet where because he's still getting his finances. Okay, so let's, let's talk about right. this for a second. So you've got yep. a, a client that lives in Milton. Yep. And a year and a half ago purchased what type of property in Cambridge? A stacked townhome. Mm-hmm. How yeah. much was it purchased for? It
1: was purchased, um, well, my memory is slipping here. I'm going to say
0: around just under four hundred. Okay. Very yeah. reasonable. Yeah. And how much is it currently valued at in terms of market rent? If it was rented out today? Today, well, if, if, if I remember
1: correctly, he was getting about fifteen. Now he can probably get about almost $1,800. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he's had good success with that. You helped them find the tenant yep. and um, everything is going smoothly. Everything is going great so far. And wants to purchase another one. Yeah. That's great. Build his
1: empire, he says.
0: Very good. Now, first-time homebuyer, probably mm-hmm. looking for the same kind of property, right? Uh, depends. Uh,
1: depends on the first-time home buyer. I uh, just helped the first home buyer with a family, so he's not looking to stack townhome. He was looking for a home, like a detached, yep. semi-detached. kids
0: so, and a pad or something.
1: Yep. A couple of kids, so he needs yep. a bigger space than just the town home or stack townhome, yep. So it's, it's a different a
0: property, right? Different types of first-time home buyers. So it all Whereas depends. Whereas an investor yep. is looking at the numbers. Correct. So whether you're a first-time home buyer or an investor, there are markets like Oakville or, Mississauga, mm-hmm. they're getting pretty pricey. Very pricey. Uh, and when you do the numbers, when you do the math, it's either hard to afford as a first-time homebuyer that doesn't have a lot of equity that was <clears throat> built up from other properties, and if you're an investor, it's hard to work out those numbers to balance the mm-hmm. the uh, the ledgers on the um, on both sides of the equation where you come out ahead of the game. So, my Criteria for finding great properties to either invest in or be a first-time home buyer. The reason I'm bundling these two together, Steve, and mm-hmm. you said, okay, yeah, these folks uh, needed a, a different place than a stacked town home because they have kids and they want a backyard or whatever. Correct. But the primary goal, the end game of the both Properties, both the first time home buyer and the investor, are kind of similar in that they both want to pull out equity mm-hmm. to reinvest at some point. Yeah, I agree. Most of them, yeah. yeah. First time home buyer builds up equity in their first home, mm-hmm. takes that equity and reinvests it into probably a larger home. Mm-hmm. The investor builds up equity and then uses that equity, whether or not they sell that property, uses the equity as leverage to right, purchase yeah. another or multiple other units. So you're looking for places that have the most potential mm-hmm. to increase in value. Right. And you want to do it where the numbers make sense. Because in Milton, you could buy a $700,000 house Oof. that might be worth $800,000 in a few years might but you got to come up with that seven hundred dollars you got to come up with that down mm. payment on seven hundred dollars so it's all about the ratios so, and the percentages so, right. and how much are you going to benefit from all that so here are my four top four places to invest in right now Woodstock mm-hmm. Cambridge Guelph and Grimsby Interesting. Why Woodstock? I have a few criteria for where and why to invest, Mm -hmm. and every area is going to have pockets, absolutely, which are better than others. So you got to work with somebody that knows those areas, Uh, and somebody that's you know um, up to date on what's happening in those areas. I like to be close to a highway. Anytime I'm looking at investments for myself or for our clients, the closer you are to the highway, the more likely you are to attract a bigger audience Mm -hmm. to the property because you're cutting down on somebody's commute. Correct. Yeah, I hear that often too. I also want to make sure there's good public transportation. Mm -hmm. If you can be close to a go station, you're... You're definitely ahead of the game. So Woodstock has got both. Mm-hmm. Got the go station going in. You got the four hundred one right there. There's a lot of newer homes, older homes. There's a lot of um, a lot of growth. There's great pockets with schools, parks. Uh, you know, there's some amenities that are still lacking. But mm. I could have said all of that about Milton ten years ago too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, when I started working in Milton in 2004, there were 37,000 people living in town. Now there's 100 117,000 or so. And, um, you know, that's not that long ago, 15 years, right? So that's incredible. you think about long-term investments, five, 10, 15 mm-hmm. years, you gotta think everything is getting pushed out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right, so you got the core of the GTA, I still consider Milton as kind of the edge of that GTA border, right? Anything, yeah. Anything beyond isn't no longer the GTA. So you go outside of Milton. Where do you go next? Yeah, you go Guelph, Guelph, right? Uh, Guelph is getting a little pricey. Mm-hmm. So you just keep going, going. down the four hundred one until you find something. Yeah. And the next, <laughs> the next best place—I <laughs> mean, you got Cambridge along the way, of course—but um, Water uh, uh, Woodstock yeah. gives you a lot of options. Well, you just help the client purchase a home in hey, Woodstock. Yes, I let's did, talk yeah. about that. Yeah, let's talk
1: about that. Great clients, actually. In fact,
0: yeah. Yeah. Big fan of the KT Confidential yeah. uh, podcast.
1: Absolutely, Tendai and Big shout out to those beep, fine folks. Baby. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, great clients. That's okay. I'm sure she doesn't mind us uh, giving her a shout out. No, they're awesome. You're a great client. And uh, so let's talk about um, the Woodstock property. Um, And and let's talk about helping somebody purchase in in Woodstock. You spent a fair amount of time looking out there.
1: Yeah, we we made a few trips out there. Um, Saw a whole bunch of places. And we actually came across a really nice place on a court. A couple years old, um, they fell in love with it. Went through the whole process, doing comparables, uh, visits, home inspection, made the offer and everything else. And they're just ex- super excited about it. And it was, we saw some other places. Uh, they were even entertaining the fact of a new build. Is there um, there's a couple of new builds in the area, so we we're looking at those places, but they weren't uh, sold on it. For the price, and the square footage and everything, we found this perfect home for them.
0: Yeah, a lot of development yeah. happening right now in um, very big, yeah, in Woodstock. Um, so, give me a number five. Let's say five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. What does it buy you in Woodstock? Five hundred thousand dollars,
1: you can get a semi-detached, detached home. Um, we a small detached home in Woodstock, mm-hmm. five to ten years old. Yep. Yeah.
0: You know what five hundred grand buys you in Milton, right?
1: Yeah, one bedroom plus den condo.
0: Yep. Pretty <laughs> much crazy. maybe a two bedroom if you're lucky. Yeah, maybe. It's so crazy. Um so you gotta think about that, yep. right? Because yep. a lot of people now want that value. Want bigger homes, more features without having Correct. to spend seven, eight hundred, nine hundred Right, because a home like that in Milton,
1: oh, the home like that is easily eight, yeah, pushing nine.
0: Yeah, yep, it's a big lot too. Um, you asked me about Woodstock. Mm-hmm. I also really like Grimsby. I always have. The only challenge with Grimsby, if you're commuting into the GTA, it gets it gets super tricky. Um, that bridge, right? Going, oh. going through the bridge. Go well, yeah, Cam's <laughs> giggling because he he's Cam living in it. Hamilton right now and has to make that trek sometimes. But mm-hmm. um, traffic gets really stupid, especially uh, uh, it, it's just harder to mm-hmm. dictate when that traffic is going to be jammed up. Whereas on the four hundred one, you kind of know, okay, here are the rush hours, and four hundred one um, seems to be jammed up all the time, though. It's more, yeah, it's more predictable. It's more predictable. And uh, it, it just has better flow. I don't know, you know, that Skyway Bridge and 403 uh, QEW there, it, it can keep you backed up for a long time. Uh, and Grimsby is actually getting uh, to be a little bit more expensive. But there there again you go. You're not that far from Burlington. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, go station not that far away. Well, they uh, they've got the go there, and then you've got uh, the Hamilton and and now um, um, Niagara on the Lake um, or Saint Catharines, I should say. Uh, you, you've got so many avenues there of mm-hmm. w- what you can do with the family, or if you're a little bit older and you, you want to retire, or um, you know you're just looking for again. Value without being too far away.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so I really like those spots, and then Guelph and, and Cambridge because uh, they're, close, they're, they're close. They're pretty close enough. off the they're, highway. They're pretty close. You know, I just helped yeah. one of my best friends purchase a a home in Guelph in a beautiful neighborhood. Um, I would say similar home in Milton probably would pay thirty percent mm. more. Um, for the same home, if you could find the same home, probably on a smaller lot too. Yeah, this lot is uh, it's a huge lot, backing onto basically a forest of green space, and it's it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and I challenged them because they live in Milton now, and uh, they they work in Oakville. And I challenged them. I said, okay, you want to move to Guelph before uh, we put this offer in on the property. Mm-hmm. I want you to drive to the house mm-hmm. at six o'clock in the morning and leave the house when you would normally be leaving to go to work and make sure that you're okay uh, with, that with that commute and that traffic. And they did. Yep. I've and done it, that
1: before too. I've uh, taken clients and we've, I told them the same thing. Go out rush hours
0: or time that you normally take. Yep. See if you can do the commute. And These are going to have to. So it added about 17 minutes to their drive. And you know what they said? Actually, that 17 minutes is nice to have that little bit of downtime on the way to work and on the way home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, if the 401 gets uh, too busy, there's a lot of yeah. back ways. Like highway 6 um, or something, right? Yeah, you can yeah. go all the way down Highway 6 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um lots of options to take uh, country roads, um, he's got a motorcycle, so in the summertime ah. maybe even you know, take a little cruise. but um, you know what they said to me was that extra 17 minute drive to come home to a house like that that we couldn't afford or even find in the GTA, uh, is well worth it. 100%. And we're going to make that investment. We're seeing yes. that more and more and more. So when we keep hearing all of these people saying, Yeah, I want to look out that way, I want to look out that way, and there's more amenities, there's the, you know, the, again, the GO station, the other developments, newer developments, you see builders building, mm-hmm. you see all that, you know, gentrification. You, you, yep. you got to have that vision that 5, 10, 15 years out, property gonna values come. are going to increase substantially. Mm-hmm. Will they in the GTA court? Yes. Can you afford to? No. Maybe, maybe not. Um, here's what I know. What you can buy a townhome for today in Milton or Oakville or Burlington, you could probably purchase two properties in those other areas. Yeah. Um, they don't rent necessarily as easily and obviously for not as much, but when you do the breakdown on the numbers, your actual return on your investment, Mm -hmm. your ROI on your initial investment, oftentimes is better, uh, especially if you're in it for the long term. Sure. So when are you getting out with your client to look for another Cambridge property? Uh, I'm waiting to hear back from them as soon
1: as they have the the green light from their mortgage person. It won't, Chris, be, it
0: won't be long, he said. Chris helped uh, some yeah. clients out uh, in came, um, uh, Kitchener not that long ago. They purchased a condo for 200 grand. That's crazy. One bedroom condo for 200 grand and uh, rented it out super quick for 1350 or $1,400. Uh, they're actually coming out cash flow positive. Oh, nice. On a $200,000 purchase. So, that doesn't happen all the time. Average, you know, $350,000, we talked yep. about $400,000. Let's do quick math. $400,000, 20% down, 80 grand. Mm-hmm. You have your land transfer tax, lawyer fees, all of that stuff, let's say you're at 90, 90. grand-ish. Yes. Yep. So you've got a $90,000 investment. Steve. Do you know how much a GIC right now at 2.5% would pay you on that $90,000 investment? I have no idea. Nothing I'm going to give you a ballpark, about 100 bucks a month over a year. So $1,200-ish. $1, 1200 dollars ish 1200 bucks. So your return on that investment is pretty low. Very low. Let's do that math now. If you were to purchase that $400,000 home with 20% down, your mortgaging roughly three twenty thousand dollars so right now your mortgage payment is going to be roughly quick math here uh boom boom, boom maybe 1450 a month ish mm-hmm. uh 1450 a month does that place at 400k that you guys bought um have any maintenance fees
1: yeah yeah that was can't remember now not
0: very much though a couple hundred bucks yeah if that so let's just say 200 for the Not sake even, of it yeah. because a lot of a lot of places in in, much. in Cambridge, <clears throat> Kitchener, Waterloo area they're they do low. have uh, maintenance fees. Yep. They're on they're on what's called a parcel Waterloo. of tithe land. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that don't know, when you see townhomes with maintenance fees and those maintenance fees don't cover anything, it's because it's on a private property which mm-hmm. is called a parcel of tied land. You own the home, it's a freehold home, but the land that it's on is owned by all of the owners. So it's basically a private land. It's a tied land to each other and the road needs maintenance. So you contribute to maintaining yeah. that land and road. Um, so let's just say 200 bucks. so we're at 1650 cost a month. You got property taxes at probably another 12, 1,400, maybe. Let's say 1800, 150 a month that too much yeah (laughs) yeah maybe okay so you're at $1,800 a month uh cost yeah right now the market value for that place is probably right around probably right around that yeah so maybe you're not making uh, a cash flow positive on a monthly basis but somebody else is paying that mortgage yeah Value is going up. So here's another little quick math session for those of you listening. A 1450 mortgage, about half of that is going to go to the principal. Half of that is going mm-hmm. to go to your interest. So every month, about $700 of your interest yep. or, um, or of your principal is getting paid down. That's $8,400 a month in principal paid down. Now, let's just say that property increases in value 5%. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a yearly basis. Yeah, I think that's very fair. Very fair for sure. Some years it might be lower. Some years it might be higher. On average, very good average for all of the areas that I discussed. (laughs) Very very reasonable at five percent. So that property in a year is going to increase in value twenty thousand dollars. The mortgage has been paid down eighty four hundred dollars. That's twenty eight thousand four hundred dollars in equity that you've gained on having that investment property with the tenant for that year of time. You invested $90,000 initially. Yep. That's roughly a, quick math here, 22 and whatever percent return on your initial investment. That's what makes a good investment. So the areas that I believe have that opportunity again, Grimsby, Guelph, Cambridge, Woodstock, and Woodstock. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about buying a first home or an investment property, keep your eye on those markets. Keep your eye on opportunities, especially under 500000 dollars If you can yeah. find them, they're they're, they're hard, but they're, they're there. there. Yeah, they're there. We find them. Mm-hmm. So that's my All tip. Right. That's my tip for those of you that commented that I was going to talk about these areas that I love and I didn't. So I'm sorry you had to wait until episode 49 to hear it. But those are the areas. I might bring some more tidbits of information. How much more time we got left? Do we have time for another topic? Five minutes. Got five minutes. Speed tummy. What do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. You're a food guy. Um, I do like food, yeah. Any new foods that you've tried uh, in the GTA that you want to talk about?
1: No, but I'll let you know next week Is uh, this Friday I'm going to uh, a new burger joint, Mississauga, so I'll give you my feedback then.
0: Mm, talk to me about this burger joint. Can I give you the name? Yeah, sure. Give him a shout out.
1: Give him a shout out. Gladiator Burger. I believe it's on uh, Aaron Mills Parkway. How did you hear about Gladiator Burger? Actually, it's clients of mine. They invited me for lunch. It's,
0: oh, nice. Yeah. You're a cheap <laughs> fuck, eh? <laughs> no, so... Can you wait
1: until everybody takes you out for lunch no, or dinner. No, 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 no. I, 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 do, I do okay by my clients. Um, met these really great clients, helped them purchase a home, uh, and they told me that they own this restaurant, and I said, oh, yeah, and they talked about it, and they kept insisting that I come for lunch.
0: Oh, they own the restaurant. They own so the they're, restaurant. they're... They're inviting you as their guest to their, to their establishment. Yeah. So I said, okay.
1: I finally said, okay, let's go. This Love Friday, the name,
0: Gladiator Burger. It um, sounds like a burger
1: of substance, right? You, you should check out the menu. Uh, I can't, can't even say the names, but they got photos, and the burgers are like this. They're stacked like that. It's. If I come back in the afternoon, I'm sleepy. You know why. Yeah, uh, that's definitely...
0: Uh, Take the afternoon off kind of lunch, right?
1: No, I can't. I've got an open house uh, Friday Friday (laughs) night. (laughs) But it'll keep me going through the weekend, I'm sure. Uh, Yeah, I'm so looking forward to it because they are awesome clients, uh, as are all my clients. Um, What kiss-ass. You know what? It it is what it is. They are. They are all awesome. Um, So they're very excited, and they kept bugging me, kept bugging me to come. So I said, yes, I'm going to come. And I just had to squeeze in some time. And uh, so I made some time. Favorite toppings on a burger? Cheese and bacon. That's it. Oh, those are my favorite. No, but I'll put uh, lettuce, tomato, relish, mustard, and relish. I used to be a ketchup guy, not a, not so much anymore.
0: And as you want you want to taste the burger?
1: That's got to be French fries.
0: I'm not a salad uh, standard. Just regular cut French fries.
1: Uh up until about a couple of weeks ago, it was just my regular French fries. Um, Chris uh, actually, Barb tried to get me to eat uh, sweet potato fries. Never acquired a taste for it. You
0: like the ones on Bistro on Main. Up until recently. Great place on Main Street here in Milton, Bistro on Main. Had the great roast beef sandwich. It comes with sweet Sandwiches potato fries. Sandwiches are very good. They're sweet potato fries. They're amazing. Are a must-have. I love sweet potato fries. It's hard to find a good one. Yep. They are excellent. I, I was you just got to be patient there. The service can be uh, a little bit slow because they get busy, it was, yeah, but it's worth it. they get busy.
1: It's worth the wait. I mean, I was never a sweet potato guy. I've had those, and uh, I think I'm turning a new leaf over. I'm sweet potato guy now. I'll have those anyways. They're really yummy. And I brought that sandwich home uh, one night for Barb. Uh, she loved it.
0: Okay, you're going to Jamaica in a few months. Uh, we talked yes. about investment property. What's your favorite uh, Jamaican food? Like, oh. what are you going to eat? What are you looking forward to the most? The most?
1: Jerk chicken. Yeah. Absolutely. Rice yeah. and peas? Uh, yeah, it was okay. It's, it's Plantain? The, yeah. Oh, I had that for fried the first plantain? time. Oh, we went to... Coleslaw? Uh, the coleslaw was okay, but the fried Spicy plantain... Spicy gravy? Yeah, of course. The gravy on the chicken. Fried? Uh, oh, man, now I'm getting th- hungry. That fried plantain, I had it for the first time when we went ziplining. At the top of the mountain, they had a restaurant, uh, so we had some time to kill, so we decided to go and grab a bite to eat. And so we tried some fried plantain. Oh my goodness. It's good, isn't it? Whoa. It's
0: the well, thanks bar. for being on episode 49, Steve. Uh, nice chatting with you. Yeah, thank uh, you hopefully, for having you're me. back on the podcast before you go away again on your holiday. Um,
1: top four places are? Top four places are Woodstock, Guelph, Cambridge, and Grimsby.
0: There you go. Episode 49. Thanks, Cam.
1: Props. Thanks, Cam. Good job Steve. Thank you. A low
0: one. I didn't think we-